0: What happens when the streets understand politics? What happens when anger turns into passion? What happens if everyone was woke? I'm James, and my co host's name is Billy. Together, we're trying to figure out questions like that and more, a long while ranting and raving about today's political climate.
1: On this episode of Off Center, James and I will briefly recap the second round of the Democratic presidential debates. In the second half of the episode, we tackle guns in America in the only way we know how, raw and truthfully.
0: What up, what up? Hello. It's another day here at Off Center. I'm here with my boy Bill. Bill, how you doing? Good. How are you, sir? I'm pretty good. So guys, to open up, I just wanna tell you that we were right. Well, I was right. Walmart is dangerous. Yep. Two mass shootings. Less than twenty four hours of each other. Crazy. Craziness, right?
1: Yes, pure craziness. Uh you go to Walmart, you go shopping, it's a Saturday. You, you get know, shot. And I mean, his family's out, kids are to school. You know, you go shopping, and yeah, unfortunately, that happens. A guy walks in with a freaking assault weapon.
0: As if the Walmart experience isn't enough
1: minus the assault guns. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. I was living under a rock over the weekend, and when I decided to peek my head from under that rock and found out about all those things that were going on. I was just like, geez. And this is right after the debates.
1: Yep, And they were actually talking about, uh, gun violence at the debates. And the weird thing is this man drove 10 hours. Yeah.
0: We're talking about the mass shooting that happened in El Paso. the, individual who uh, conducted the act actually drove nine hours from a suburb outside of dallas and drove to el paso and nobody knows why he picked this walmart but he picked the walmart that had a large hispanic population and just went in and did some things that were not cool yeah yeah so this is not a laughing matter we definitely want to take a, a moment of just uh silence for the people who were lost in El Paso, and also the ones that were lost in Dayton as well. Just craziness.
1: Yeah. Oh, and the one in Ohio killed his sister.
0: Twin massacres, is what I'm gonna dub them. The twin massacres. Yeah, that was his sister. So, could you imagine the parents? Like, could you imagine what they're what they're experiencing right now? Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, how would you feel if somebody came to the door and, and told you that both of your kids are dead and one killed the other?
1: I I can't even imagine that. Yeah. I, I literally have no words for that. And it all
0: happened in 32 seconds. Incredible. Well, on to brighter news. I was actually in Detroit over the weekend, and I got a chance to get to the Fox Theater where the debates were held. But... You know, since we're talking about the Democratic debates, I just want to dive into that just a little bit more because I know a lot of you guys did not watch the debates. Shame on you, you little fuckers. Shame on you. We got some fruit this week.
1: Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Uh, I think we went in knowing that some people were going to emerge because the stakes was so much higher in September. We knew that they were going to come out fighting, but the first night was really good. Really, really good. I think it was full of policy. Second night, almost like a, what would you call it?
0: Uh I don't know. I could call it a traffic jam. and uh, That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a traffic jam. So just to give you a heads up, or not a heads up, but just to let you know the format for this past week's debate, it was 20 candidates split over two nights, Tuesday night, Wednesday night. On the Tuesday night roster, you had some heavy hitters, Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, and wasn't Buttigieg on that? Was no. He wasn't? He was on night two? Yep. So you had Warren and you had Sanders,
1: and it was right, those was the two top-tier candidates. Right,
0: and it was them against the world.
1: Right, they kind of like teamed up and took everybody down on the sides. Right. Anybody else who was
0: involved in Tuesday's debate? You just fell to the wayside because Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders definitely stole the show Tuesday night. Then you had Wednesday night and you had Kamala Harris. What's that man's name? Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Cory Booker. Booker. Buttigieg was on that night too? Yep. Are you sure he wasn't on night one?
1: Oh, maybe he was on night one. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Buttigieg was on night one looking crazy and quiet.
1: He wasn't quiet. He was very quiet, if you ask me. He didn't do anything. Andrew Yang was on two.
0: Yeah, Yang was on two. So, recap once again. Night one, you had Warren, Sanders, Buttigieg. Mm -hmm. Those are the only people that really matter from night one. Night two, you had Biden, Booker, Harris, Yang, and a surprising new face,
1: Williamson. She was on night two.
0: Was she on night 2 or she was night 1?
1: Oh no, she was no, night she 1. She was night 1. Oh, shit.
0: You know what? Good,
1: you made a mistake. Uh, you know what? It's so many. There's a of, lot of candidates, guys. Damn it. It's it hard, was a
0: break. It's hard to keep up with them. They talked about a lot of different things. Like um uh, they really dove into healthcare. You got a pretty good understanding of where everybody stood when it comes to healthcare. Biggest takeaway is that Bernie Still wants to give everybody health care, wants to get rid of private insurance. Warren, I think she wants to do the same thing, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, she wants to do the same thing. Harris wants to do a combination of universal health care. Basically, she wants to uh, expand on Medicaid, but she doesn't want to get rid of the private private insurance immediately. She wants to phase the private insurance out. Don't want to forget that. Uh, when it comes to Mr. Biden, he just wants to build on Obamacare. Nothing special, nothing there, extra. There,
1: there's there's a little more substance into that, but we could debate that later.
0: Okay, yeah, he does. He, he wants to take moderate approaches to yeah, he expanding. Wants to, he healthcare. actually, yeah. Oh, Andrew Yang is trying to give you a thousand dollars.
1: P. Buttigieg.
0: Buttigieg. I don't know what he wants to do. He what wants. Is,
1: he believes in Medicare for all. If you want it.
0: Okay, so that's another combination piece. So he doesn't want to get rid of the private ins- the private sector, but he does want to have Medicare available for everyone. I know it sounds like a lot of technical jargon, but just to kind of condense it for you, a lot of people trying to make sure you can go to the doctor, y'all. That's all it is, and they're trying to do it at a cheaper cost. It's It's a few options that are on the table. You're going to have to really look into it and try to figure out which one works best for you.
1: Can I make a comment about the debates? Go ahead, man. Debates, maybe they really do move the needle for some people.
0: Yeah, for some people, I I would definitely uh, argue to say that the debates have an effect on some people. You know, me and you, we have went back and forth on whether or not the debates were a big deal. Right. Whether or not, you know, it really would push the polling numbers. At least early on, we came to a consensus that, you know, only... The nerds really care. and Yeah. You know, the polls really are inflated at this point. But I think as you get closer and closer to the general election, debates hold a really, really critical, critical spot. Right. When it comes to the factors that get people to go out and vote and who to vote for. Uh, New York Times actually did an article, or they did a podcast on The Daily with Michael Barbaro, And they were talking about this election cycle. If you notice the DNC, which is the Democratic National uh, Committee, they arranged the debates in a different way this time. And that's in response to uh, 2016. Yeah. Yeah, that was the last election, right?
1: Yeah, the GOP's uh, primary. Right, exactly. They They saw the mishaps.
0: Right. They didn't want to repeat that situation. And so what they did was they just restructured the way the debate would be held. And they put some really tough rules to qualify to kind of filter out uh, individuals earlier on in the process. So that I guess America has a chance to really get to know the candidates. However, they, they didn't expect this to happen. And when I say this, they put a lot of power in the media's hand. So instead of it being a campaign or instead of a candidate having a campaign that was geared to boots on the ground type of approach, candidates now, if they really, really want to get out to people, they have to do it through the media because there's that polling piece. And then there's also donation, the donors piece that is necessary. When you think about how much power the media has in how we view these candidates, that can get a little scary
1: yeah, it it could be, and just to rewind a little bit, because you're exactly right about the uh uh DNC wanted to take in, take into account how they structured the debate this time, because what happened was in 2016, a lot of people watched Debate night one, or the debate was on the same night, and they would play the lowest card of all the low people. At first, it then played play the top tier people second, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, so that's why they wanted to draw it and make it fair. It was supposed to be a fair process. But to your point, uh, the media has a lot of power, but you also have to have common sense.
0: OK, but, you know, here's the here's our problem, though. The majority of the people don't
1: watch the news because why? It's a reason. What's the reason? It's too depressing. Is that it? That's what I hear. I think it's a little bit more than that. I think it's because they tied again lied to in the damn news. I, nobody believes well, the news yeah, anymore. You you tell us, comment on our Twitter off center now, and tell us why you don't watch the news. Right. Tell yeah. us why. Yeah. And we'll address it on the next podcast.
0: You know that's a great question. So yeah.
1: Definitely get
0: online. Hit us up on Twitter off center now. Let us know why you don't watch the news. So Along those same lines, uh, on my way back, I had a young lady that was sitting beside me. and
1: Was she old, James? No. God,
0: okay. she was 35. Okay. Okay. And and so I was asking her, you know, just small talk, letting her know I did a podcast. Kind of poking and prodding, just trying to see where her head was at. Mm. And so I asked her, uh, did she watch the debates? And was she excited? Or how did she feel? about the debates or about politics in general. You know what her response was what? Uh, nothing's going to change. And my friends, that is the attitude that so many people have is that nothing is going to change. Can you blame them? No, really I can't. Really really I can't. I cannot blame them, but I don't want I don't want to get too deep into that despair that well of just depression but here's some things here, here here's some some food for thought when you look at the slantedness of our voters our voting system whether it be the partisan gerrymandering whether it be methods of voter suppression whether it be the electoral college and how you feel about the electoral college there are things that make you feel that the system is rigged. It makes you feel that way. And Kamala Harris talked about this on CNN. No, actually, no, it wasn't CNN. It was actually another New York Times podcast where she was describing the way in which she would lead in her policy. The way she thought about it was how long it takes to get things done. And so I say that to say the lag in between in in between noticing a problem and something actually happening to that problem or addressing that problem by the government is so long that people don't care or they believe nothing is going to happen. And if something good happens, then, Oh, this is great. This happened to me. Oh, thank you. They're just completely uh, surprised that something great came out of the government when It probably was 10, 15 years of all kinds of protesting, uh, filibustering, uh, you know, just campaigning, all kinds of crazy stuff that was going along to get this one bill passed that could drastically affect people's lives. But that story is the same story for a lot of situations and a lot of problems that this country faces, particularly one that we're going to discuss in detail today, and that's guns. So I'm going to run a couple of facts by you. Bill's going to throw 20 million facts because he's like the fact king. And we're just going to dive into this gun problem that we seem to be having. Recapping from the top of the podcast, two mass shootings just happened this weekend in El Paso, Dayton, Ohio. 29 people are dead. You're probably saying, okay, this isn't anything new. Mass shootings happen. And you're right. Mass shootings are happening. And it's entirely too common of a thing. But some fun facts for you. Did you know that the following states do not require a permit for a gun? Arizona, Idaho, Wyoming, North Dakota, Kansas, Missouri, Arkansas, Mississippi, West Virginia, Vermont, New Hampshire, Maine. Did you know that of all the deaths that are gun-related, 64% of them are considered homicides? A mass shooting is classified as a mass shooting
1: if four or more people are killed. I believe Congress changed it from four to three. Okay, so we
0: lowered it. Three people killed, according to Congress, is considered a mass shooting. In 2016, 39,000 people were killed by guns. Of those 39,000 people killed by guns, 23,000 were suicides. That's 59% of gun-related deaths in 2016 were committed by suicide.
1: Yes, that number has actually went down. That number has reached up to 85% before. That is scary. Yes. That is scary.
0: Did you know the majority of gun-related instances <laughs> involve a handgun? A handgun averages about $200 to purchase. An assault rifle averages about $1500 to purchase. So, assault rifle about the same price as a MacBook, handgun about the same price as a Chromebook.
1: Yeah, you you spoke about homicides and I looked at a study where they compared it to other countries. It says that the rate of homicides is 25 times higher than other countries. Then they broke it down into age group. It said between the ages of 15 and 24, the rate was 49 times higher. Incredible. That was as of 2016.
0: Incredible. Tell me more.
1: Well, in 2017, 950 teens and children died by suicide. I know we talked about that already, but I thought I should point that out. So it seems like suicide is very high when it comes to guns. Okay, and that's yeah. not something I hear very often in the media. Do you?
0: And what what statistic is this again?
1: Anything about anything relating suicide and gun violence?
0: No, that parallel is not something that's highlighted. Tell me something else, man.
1: One thing that we know about America is America loves guns. Okay, and the issue is, at least now, is the guns is getting in the wrong hands. Okay. And when people is calling for comprehensive gun laws, I mean something basic as universal backgrounds, because seventy-one percent of homicides that were uh, done by guns, uh, they all had uh, previous records. So, really? Yes. So you're
0: saying seventy-one percent of the people who committed violent acts with guns
1: had a previous record? Yes. Okay. have felonies.
0: So 42% of of people involved in gun-related acts have felonies.
1: Yes. This could have been avoided if they had universal background checks.
0: The 42% that have felonies.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'll say that.
0: I don't want to say a misdemeanor could prevent you from having a gun, but...
1: I guess that's debatable. Yeah, it's fair.
0: So let's talk about gun laws. I mean, or let's talk about the right to have a gun. Okay, so I'm from the school of thought where guns are bad. I don't even understand why you even need a gun, if we're going to be for real. Like, somebody's going to break in your house, you're going to shoot them dead.
1: What sense does that make? I'm actually, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I'm glad you brought that up. Because there's been more homicides and suicides than there was people actually protecting themselves in self-defense by guns. I don't have the numbers. But I promise you, if you trust me, the, the number is is bizarre.
0: So just to get back to that point. I don't even understand why people need guns. I, I don't get it. Like whenever we mention guns and people using them, someone always says, oh, I need to go hunting. Use a fucking bow and arrow. Why do you have to have a gun to go hunting? I'm from the South. I was going to say that. I'm from a town where people love to go hunting. They love their rifles. They love their guns. Never quite understood it as a child. If you're not the police, if you're not in the military, I don't understand why you need a gun. I just don't get it. Especially when there are alternative means to do things like hunt, fish, fish whatever the fuck you do with a gun besides kill people, because that seems to be the only thing that's happening with these guns is innocent people are getting killed. And we have to ask ourselves is the right to do something or the right to have something. At what point does that right becomes a problem to others?
1: Well, I'll, I I was going to take a probably a different approach. I, I personally don't like guns myself. I understand why people have guns. I understand the whole hunted technique. I don't think we're in the ni- 1800s where you still have to use a bow and arrow. Uh, when was the last I, time you saw a bow and arrow? I think in PE. We have some very high they power gave, they gave us bow a bow and arrow. It wasn't a real one, though, right? If I had a bow and arrow in PE, it wasn't real, right?
0: I, I, I don't know, dude. You're from Chicago. You guys do a lot of things. Yeah.
1: I, I, I hope my parents isn't listening because I, I did some bad things with that bow and arrow. But anyway, I'm digressing. The The problem, like I said earlier, is the guns are just getting in their own hands and you don't have any laws on a federal level to prevent them from doing it. What do you call it when you have a white supremacist, a gun, and incomprehensive gun laws. You get a mass shooting, right? Right. But define the wrong hands. Why can't people like my mother and father have guns? They're not, they don't break any laws. They did the right thing to purchase a gun. I have coworkers who purchase guns legally. They don't do anything wrong. They've never killed anybody. But I know, well, I don't know them personally, but I know mental ill people who was able to purchase guns. I know people who was on a freaking terrorist list, James, and still purchase a gun. He doesn't know these That's people personally. That's what I mean by the I said that.
0: He doesn't know these people personally. Okay, but I did know. He
1: knows of these people. Right. But I do know <laughs> the people who bought the guns legally. I know them personally. Okay. Okay? And they don't kill people. And I think that they have a right to have their gun. I mean, it's in the Constitution. They have a right. For I don't care. Mm. You gotta
0: care. It's in the Constitution. That's good, but that's dun, just there. <laughs> I care
1: about the Constitution.
0: I'm. I'm just saying, like, I mean, we, but I'm. I am going against the Constitution. You can. You can argue for the right to have a gun all you want to. Me personally, I think that it's just at this point, it's stupid. I I, I don't I, see why we need to have guns. I just don't see the need. So, why a civilian what do you suggest?
1: Knocking on everybody's door? and Have the military say, "Give me your gun"? You know, I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm open to having that conversation with you right now. So, uh, like the problem
0: of guns. Like, how do we get rid of the guns?
1: Is that, is that what you're asking me? That's exactly why I'm asking you. Okay. Because according, or,
0: or how do we get rid of the gun problem? Because I don't, I, I do not well, think that we can get rid of like the guns like on the streets. Said,
1: you said. They're, i don't like you guns. don't know why people have guns i don't know so why it sounds like you're suggesting is t- for everyone to have their guns taken away from them and i'm asking you realistically how would that look Realistically, is the military going to get involved in it realistically that's not even fucking possible okay
0: it's not possible and well like, i guess no I'm sense not, of I'm, debate now i'm thinking of just the ideology behind it like why do you need a gun what is the need and the number one answer is self-defense, but when you dig into the numbers, nobody is defending themselves.
1: Well, that's true.
0: Nobody's defending themselves, so is that's a false that's a false narrative. Reason. Yeah, it's, it's a true. false narrative. Yeah, I, I wanted to say false choice because I keep seeing it on the damn news everywhere. But <sighs> false choice. <laughs> yeah, but. No, it's a false narrative. So if if you're telling me that your know, guns are needed to protect myself or protect my family, and then the statistics turn around and tell me actually your family is killing themselves because suicides are up fifty nine percent with gun usage, so your family is killing yourself with the very weapon that you're supposed to be having to protect that family member, that makes little sense to me. But no, I, I don't think I'm sorry military, to say this.
1: First of all, I, I'm all about laws and. You should implement laws to prevent certain people from having guns. Just like for people who have guns at home, there should be stricter laws about having storage. Uh, how they store your guns? Yeah. Now, how do? how I, do you? How I, do you I, hold I,
0: it? How do you hold it accountable? Number one. I
1: was gonna ask you that actually. <laughs> I, I like. So like, you, <laughs> I don't you know. Want laws
0: to tell people to, you need to put your you need to put your gun in this special gun case and you need to have it locked up. Okay. Well, so who is going to check to see if the shit's locked up? Right.
1: I agree, James. When I was reading that, I don't know, okay. but that that is how most people die by suicide is they got hold to a weapon that was at home. Yeah. And ended it. And the majority of the mass shooters, they actually get the weapon get from them home. home. That is absolutely true.
0: Unless you're the guy who did the mass shooting in Vegas. Vegas, yeah. He spent over $70,000 on
1: weapons. And if they implemented a law, if guys, they could implement a law that stops you from buying multiple weapons like that on a federal level. You think we have that? No. This no. man bought how many guns? Over a hundred guns.
0: Congress, the president, your mayor, your governor,
1: all of them—they
0: all. all have dropped the ball. Uh, no, they're...
1: all of the—I pre- don't mean to sound like Trump. All of the presidents dropped the ball. They could have done more. This is to... not. This is not just a presidential problem. This is this is a the, problem that is Congress
0: is, too. I said that Congress. Yeah, they they all they have the dropped the ball for decades. The Congress, the president your mayor, your governor,
1: your alderman. The mayor, well, I live in Chicago. We got some of the strictest gun laws. If people actually complied with us on a federal level, maybe we could have some sensible gun laws here. What I'm trying to say is in a simple fact, and this is going to sound bizarre, people in the South is not going to like me. I want the same laws that we have in Chicago to be implemented in all 50 states, but plus more. But,
0: but but see, that doesn't help you out, my friend. How? Because
1: Chicago shooting motherfuckers up left well, and right. Well, let and... me tell you something. 80%, and this is as of 2012. No, I don't have a, a more recent statistic. As of 2012, 80% of guns come from other states. So with my, with my idea, that would stop the loopholes uh, and things like that because you could go right to Indiana, right across the border, and go purchase a gun, come back and kill one of our kids. But here's the thing, though. It's your kids killing your kids. So really- the Yeah, because they're getting access to guns. The problem is access to guns.
0: No, the problem isn't access to guns. The problem, okay. is, the problem is value for life. So you, don't, so so you to, don't think- We have to ask ourselves with the problem of Chicago. Chicago's problem is definitely value of life. We have to Of ask, course. We have to ask ourselves why- Life is not being as valued as it should be here in Chicago.
1: But then when we go across the the country,
0: I think across the country, that's an access to gun situation. Well,
1: let me tell you something. Nobody wants to hear that when they have 35 people shot or seven people shot in a park overnight. I agree that we need to figure out why, you know, why we do the things we do. But right now we need action. And right now I'm telling you right now we need to stop access to guns for certain people. That is a huge problem. You can go to a gun auction with no identification and purchase a gun. Absolutely. It's called a gun. You loophole. can go to certain gun places, private, right, and have no background check. Yeah. What? And then you coming back here, you know, uh, uh, dishing these guns out in our neighborhoods. We already have a property problem and things like that. What do you think is going to happen?
0: Well, I don't think it's as clean cut as just cutting the guns, my friend. And most countries that have taken on gun violence and actually gotten the numbers down, they did it on a multifaceted approach. They did gun laws. They had uh, social social health programs to try to figure out why people were killing each other. They poured money into the resource into the communities that were uh, largely affected by the gun violence. We can't just sit here and think that gun violence is a, is a, a one checkbox away from oh, being fixed. Oh no! See, that's but, oh but, no. But, but 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 you know, I I I hear you, and I but that's and I hear you, <laughs> and I feel for Chicago and its problem of uh, gun violence and the the mass shootings that go that happen here, and they don't make the national news. But we got to call a spade a spade. And I'm really tired of every time we talk about guns, nobody wants to talk about the value of life. Nobody wants to talk about. Because that's the, not getting any
1: action done right no, now. No, but it's it's part of the problem. It is. And
0: you can't ignore it. So let's at least give it some, some space to talk about I understand about that. us and, yeah. and, so, and, let's, so let's dig into it. So why is it so easy to kill somebody? And why, on the flip side of that, why is it so easy for us not to care that somebody got killed?
1: Well, like I said, me living in Chicago, I've seen a lot. And to my point, what I was trying to say earlier. Uh, but this if, if about this, you. This is, this is if, if you think that this is about me, and if you ever thought this was about me, you are clearly mistaken. This is about thousands and thousands of people. Absolutely. Who has been affected by gun violence and families. Absolutely. So, no, I am fully aware it has nothing to do with me. Nothing. But I do know, and I've seen it for myself. When you there's a lot of factors that play into that, like you said, and there's more than gun violence, like you said, there's poverty that affected people over time. Are we talking, about gun, violence are we yes. talking about gun violence? Yes. Can I finish my point? Are we talking about gun violence, Can I finish in my point? You you asked a question. I'm trying to figure out who you are talking about. I am talking about people in general. Okay. It could Continue. be about Chicago. It could be about New York, where you live. Go ahead. And I I was telling people I live in Chicago where a uh it's a considered a gun lovable city where people are always getting shot. That's why I said that. People have different conditions going on with them in different states. Some people live in poverty, which contributes to the gun violence. And some people James has become sensitized to the point to where at first they were valuing life. And they seem sensitized. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> they, they become desensitized and it's almost like you don't know how to deal with it. And the people that has no sense of life, James, maybe it's to your point. Are they? Do you think they're mentally ill? Because I think it's part of it. If you could go out and shoot up a bus stop or you could go out and Walmart and shoot 20 people, there is something mentally wrong with you, first of all. And I'm not giving them an excuse. But something isn't right.
0: So do you think there should be a comparison drawn between the person who did a mass shooting mm-hmm. at a Walmart in uh, El Paso and the guy or whoever, guy or gal, I don't know who it is, is doing the shootings in Chicago, but uh, just use Chicago because that's our, one of our reference points. Mm-hmm. Do you think there should be a parallel or a comparison drawn between the El Paso mass shooter and Someone who commits gang violence here in Chicago. Yes, so I,
1: I think to your point, it, it's a it's it, it's a common denominator. What there.
0: is the common denominator that you can think of? Because what I because on um, what I'm seeing on my end, the
1: sense maybe the not having a because I mean let's be clear, this guy who came into Walmart, he was full of hate. The people who act out in violence across the country and in, in everyday life. There's different situations. You know, people go to the store. They, they're they hungry. They run into somebody. They get to argument. They shoot them. I, I mean, just different scenarios. I don't know. I just literally made that up. <laughs> Give me my snicker
0: box. Right.
1: So, you know, I mean, you could compare it, but there is something. And, and again, I'm I, I'm not trying to go there, but I really think there's something mental. How can you just... Like you said, James, it ha- how can you not value life that much to where you are okay with that? Could wake up the next day, and go on with your business.
0: I don't think it's mental. I think it's spiritual. I think there's something. I think there's spiritual. Something, yeah, spirit. Who the hell spiritual. is telling them to do that? Spiritual. I'm not saying some spirit is jumping in them and telling them no. that and telling them to, you know I possess you now. Go kill. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. What I am saying is that that spirit is not connecting to other spirits and it's not saying, Hey, that's a valuable spirit or that's a, that spirit deserves to float around too. I don't fucking know, man, but spiritual morality, all that good stuff. They don't tie together.
1: I just don't think it's one solution. That's what I was trying to say earlier. I don't think it's one solution to gun violence. I don't know. What I was when you, you was you was coming in real hard but talking when you about was, the guns because you didn't let gun me finish. Laws. and you did you didn't let me finish. I don't know. You and, got tunnel vision in this department. Yeah, I was I you got tunnel vision. Do you understand what what I wake up to and what thousands of other people I don't know how to how else to view it. You, I live in it. You There is think about this. Other people there is tainted. no other state. That wakes up like Chicago has to wake up. So excuse me for always putting Chicago in the forefront of the fight. Oh,
0: wake up with headlines of a lot of people
1: dying and yeah of I, racist politics. And uh, I'm sorry to say, but Apalso uh, they had twenty deaths in a whole year. We had twenty thousand. Okay, we didn't have twenty thousand, but we had two thousand homicides in a year i mean come on come on but this is a national crisis i've been saying this i don't want it to spread though that's not the that's not the right thing to do we need we need things done we need action call your local congressman because this is ridiculous
0: i don't even know where to begin with gun violence guys like
1: i just don't know the problem is so big you do know you just said it mental ill uh facilities mental health facilities. Go on your little rant. You was. No, but things. see, the
0: thing is, it's like this guy who just compete. And I hate going to uh, El Paso and Dayton, but these are two very sane fucking people. They no, were, they're
1: not. They these were are s- white supremacists. Yeah. Yeah. They're not sane.
0: Yeah. I, I, I don't. I think we're making a mistake by calling white supremacists insane. I think we're making a mistake by saying that. Because when you're saying that you're insane, that means you no longer have control over your mental actions. And these
1: are very and that, methodical
0: and planned out actions. Okay. And so insanity is not something okay. that associates with that level okay. of intent. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. It doesn't. Okay. So
1: these people are not fucking crazy. Right. Because, you know, normal people normally drive 10 hours to go kill 20 people. So, yeah, you're right. You're right.
0: I'm just saying. Yeah.
1: no, A normal person would do that. I'm just saying. Yeah, normal people don't kill people for fun. Normal people don't. Normal kill people. people don't kill people because of who they are. A white supremacist is insane if he wants to kill somebody. You could view. I don't I, think. I don't think view, he's insane. View it. however you want to view it, don't think, don't, view, I don't, I don't but don't go kill anybody. I don't think he's insane. I do. I don't think he's insane. I do. I do.
0: I, th- I I think his soul is gray, and it's his heart is cold, and he's gonna be in hell for eternity. But I do not think the man is crazy. I just think the man had a mission. It's a very sick mission. It's a very hurtful and hateful mission. But I don't think he's crazy. And here's here's another thing. Our president, I don't think he's
1: crazy either. Me either. But he a white supremacist. He don't kill people. <sighs> That's why I said I don't think he's crazy. <sighs> he don't kill people. He's the president. He don't kill people. Who has Trump killed? Listen to yourself. Who has Trump killed?
0: Every president has killed people.
1: Okay. Every president. Do you want to do this? Every president has killed people. Do you want to do this?
0: Every president has given the order for a motherfucker to die.
1: Well, if you want to go on that route, then he's killed children. Yeah. Sure. Children has died in his custody. But
0: he's also a very sane white
1: supremacist. Yeah. I'm sorry
0: to say that. And look, guys, look. You you heard me in the last podcast. You know how I feel about the Cheeto, you know, he ain't all bad in my book, but a spade is a spade. If you're racist, you're racist.
1: He's racist. No, what? That's that's actually a, a deeper problem here. You have mass shootings going on, where people are dying because of who they are, and the president of the United States is emboldening these people. This is the same person that laughed when he was talking about immigration, and he acts like something like what I'm going to do with him or something. And the person Trump says, shoot him. No,
0: five, it's not. This
1: is four, James. Three, I am so serious. Two, this is not a joke. One. This is not a joke. This is not about Donald Trump. The people who listen and needs to hear this. This is a dangerous spot in our democracy right now in this country. We have a president that is leading the pack mm-hmm. of white supremacists. Mm-hmm. And they are acting on it. We ought to be afraid. No, I don't think we ought to be afraid. I think we ought to be very concerned. I don't. Well, think I'm I'm afraid. Fear, so fear, I need to. I and I and I and I react off of fear. So I, he he going out of my book. I
0: think we. I think we need to be the direct opposite of. Being I'm scared of getting shot in Walmart. We need to be. We need to be brave. Right now, we need to be brave. I. I we yeah, need to be brave. And I we need agree. To be, we need to be courageous, and we need to be active. I agree. Too often we allow other parties to facilitate things and this is allow not other parties to, and I'm not saying political parties, I'm just saying other parties as other people, and we allow other people to dictate our own lives, and at some point we have to take action and we have to say enough is enough. Right. I feel that with guns, it's going to take an approach that's very similar to that, and it's going to have to start in our
1: own houses,
0: uh, it's going to have to conversations right, with our, our, our own kids- back.
1: I, yeah. I just don't know. If guys. you see something, say something. Why is seventy percent of murders being not solved, or why are seventy percent of murders not solved in Chicago? And then at the and then you ask yourself, how many people are actually saying something? The number is even lower. So I mean, of course, nothing is being solved. You have, if you see something, say something. This man was writing all over the internet. Nobody turned him in. This is this is not anything to play with it's not it's really not you know something else that's
0: not to play with what the nra i'm so sick of them oh my
1: god look i'm sorry look first of all this is all part of the nobody wants to i get it politicians they get money from the nra at the end of the day is there any policy james that you know of that could stop the nra is there anything on the books You do a lot of reading. Is there anything that we could do to stop the NRA? Well, here's the thing. Are they a lobbyist group?
0: They are a lobbyist group. They are one of the largest lobbyist groups.
1: National Rifle Association?
0: Yeah. There's actually some legislation that's going up or that's making its way up the ladder on the way to the Supreme Court. Oh. That will kind of undo some things that the nra has put into place okay but to answer your question if there's is there anything that can stop the nra we're just gonna have to have legislation that takes their power away i am going to speak out of turn but yeah there is legislation that's moving in play to uh, challenge the nra uh,
1: an, an issue that i have is you know i know you said why do people have guns i have a similar question but why do people have to have military guns now that's the part I'm just not. Why do you have to have an AK47? Yeah why, yeah,
0: why do you have to have an AK47?
1: Yeah, why do you have to have an AR15? Who spends $1500 on a gun? Yeah, so that's that's what I have an issue with. Why do you need magazines? You I'm sorry, you're trying to kill people. You that, I'm <laughs> Oh. <laughs> that's exactly what you're trying to do. Yeah. I, you got
0: a magazine, you're definitely trying to fuck somebody up. Right. Like what? No
1: no yeah my dad my mom and dad don't have a magazine and you know i mean what why does your mom and daddy have a gun i don't know there's something new but i'm glad they have one so i could finally do this argument because you know they're you know people that you would never expect to have guns i guess i, I don't like them america i don't like america them. throw your gun away Throw it away. No, don't do be that. responsible. Don't throw, your, don't gun throw away. your gun away. Be responsible. Now, Chicago, get rid of all your illegal guns because we got too many here.
0: <sighs> all guns should be illegal, but yep. that's besides the point.
1: Yep. See, he got to be. He got to be from here to know. He just don't know. I, I'm sorry. I feel like having guns is
0: doing nothing but exasperating the problem. It's just making it worse.
1: So I guess I was going to ask you: Do you believe fewer guns would equal lesser crime? I believe fewer
0: guns in combination with social programs to address uh, reasons why people go out and harm other people in combination with legislation that not only is doing criminal background checks, but is holding gun makers accountable.
1: Mm, That's gun makers. Gun makers. Wow, that's a good one.
0: Gun makers and gun sellers accountable.
1: Yeah. I think...
0: Those things mixed together would make me happy.
1: Yeah, you you really want to get to this why people kill people.
0: We we got to figure it out.
1: I, I don't know, but what... We got to figure it out. I don't want to go on a whole thing here, but what? once you figure that out, now what? What's your solution?
0: Once we figure it out, then we'll be able to figure
1: out a solution. But first, we got to identify the problem.
0: If you don't know what the problem is, then you just run around in circles. You're You're dealing with symptoms versus dealing with the actual issue.
1: So... People hate when they're on the news dissecting the guy or woman whoever killed people. They dissect this person, figure out why they did it. You're saying we need to do this on a more deeper and detailed in a policy level. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We need to dig into it. We need to understand exactly what's going on because it's i I'll, I'll
1: have an in open the word mind. in the words I think of it's my a,
0: girl. In the words of my girl. Don't do this. I will definitely do this. We don't have a health problem. We have a
1: sickness problem in America. Please don't vote for this one. I swear, if you vote for her, that's
0: <laughs> I love her. I love her, and everybody I show her to, they love her too.
1: She's great. Oprah but loves her, and she, we love Oprah.
0: She is not, and the she we're referring to is Marion Wilson Williamson. She's the nobody. Okay, look her up.
1: That's your homework. Google Marion Williamson.
0: Have fun, kids.
1: Hey, oh, look at her plan for reparations. She multiplied like a hundred something something slaves times this. She broke it down. Hey. Yeah. Get a check. Don't and talk, then, don't talk about her like that. Then, because and, and she and was the Andrew only one that took Yang come and in.
0: We gonna get paid. You're ignorant. That deficit gonna go up? Don't do that. <laughs> Don't belittle her like that. Don't belittle hey. her talk about reparations. Don't you be. Oh, I yay. thought it was
1: good. It, it didn't sound look on, like it. Look on my personal it didn't Twitter. Sound,
0: it didn't sound like it. I said we gonna get paid. Do not look at his personal Twitter. <laughs> Don't look it. Right. You will not know what it is. I'm sorry. I will <laughs> I'm not him, saying that. On I'm this cut. Bypass. I'm cutting that shit out so you won't know what it is. Uh, <laughs> uh, moving on. So guns, man. Have we talked about it all? Have we said our piece on it? Do I need to go into like a Bill Maher monologue
1: or no? About guns? You're not gonna start making jokes like he do, are you? No. No, let's stay away. I don't trust you. Final word yeah. on guns.
0: Give me give me your last piece on guns and then I'll close this out.
1: Okay. My final piece on guns is we all have to ha- we all have to get to a place where we're not walking into places and killing multiple people. If no one have noticed by now, it is time to stop sitting down and to start doing some action. This has nothing to do with politics. This is about saving people lives. Okay? America. I, you, like, you like
0: that? America. You're really quick to turn on the radio and play a song that says shoot him up, bang them up, kill him up. But you're not so quick to turn on the TV when the headlines say somebody just got shot up, banged up, and hit up. Thank you. America. You're really quick to go and holler, I need my gun because it's my right. I got to go hunting. Got to protect myself. Got to go to the gun range. But you're not so quick to go to your neighbor's house and say, I'm sorry for your loss. You don't volunteer. You ain't talking to your kids. You ain't watching what they listening to. You're not checking your president. Hell, you're not even checking your mayors. Sometimes I dare say you're not checking yourselves. This is our problem. We have to own this. Gun violence is our problem. Mm -hmm. And until... The majority of us can look at ourselves in the mirror and say I had something to do with that too then this problem will continue make sure you guys follow us at off-center now on Twitter follow us at off Center now on Twitter the podcasts are available uh, on Apple podcasts type in off-center or you can look us up directly at our podcast feed which comes from offcenter.podbean.com, offcenter.podbean.com.
1: Bill. Yep, and don't forget our question is why you don't watch the news. We will address that on the next podcast. Please, why don't you watch the news? Oh
0: yeah. Hashtag us. Yes. Hashtag us. Send us a message. I don't know, MoneyGram.
1: What? Whatever. Oh, MoneyGram would be nice.
0: MoneyGram would be really nice. So maybe we should do like a GoFundMe. Yeah. No. No, that's extra. It's okay. extra. It's all right, Charlie. It's all right. right.
1: But please, everyone, be safe and please watch your surroundings and just wake up.
0: Yes. And And for fuck's sake, stay the hell out of Walmart.